95.5. The Morning Majlis, talking the stories that are shaping headlines. This is, this is Pulse 95. Well, going over to uh, Iraq, uh, the country has devalued its currency by about 23% against the dollar as Iraq's cash-strapped government is facing an economic crisis brought about by low oil prices and crude production cuts as well. What's going on, Rania? Well, 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 the Central Bank of Iraq set the exchange rates of 1,450 dinars per dollar from a peg of 1,182 dinars when selling to the finance ministry, according to a statement uh, that was actually released on Saturday. But the dinar will be sold to the public at 1,470 and to other banks at 1,460. So basically, the $100 right now in, in Iraq is being exchanged. Uh, for the public for about um, 150,000 150,000 uh, dinars it used to be at 125,000 um, so according to the central bank of Iraq uh, is saying in a statement lately the structural distortions in the Iraqi economy are the ones that impoverished the public finances and restricted the ability of reform sought by the government and the Ministry of the Finance. Now, it's not a coincidence that the financial situation is this bad, nor is it the result of the current year or the previous year. Unfortunately, it is rooted for more than a decade and a half in economic policies with political thinking and also the priorities of politicians taken precedent over um, economic thought and also the priorities of development and the principles of the relationship between economic policy on the one hand and fiscal and monetary policies on the other hand. Fiscal policy lagged behind in performing its roles and monetary policy was preoccupied with repairing the outputs of confused fiscal policy, according to what the regulators said. Yep, it's it's a sad situation, isn't it? Um, and when it comes to the uh, the deficit that they're facing as well, and uh, the GDP rate that they've been facing, Fitch Rating said last month that a twenty percent devaluation uh, would increase uh, next year's budgeted oil revenue in dinar terms by about six percent of the GDP. A weaker dollar also means inflation in the country, which Rania rightly pointed out is going to be very very expensive for people living there. So the cost of imports increase. Now, this could stoke social unrest. This is the oh, problem. Yeah. Uh, the risks to political stability from a large devaluation would be particularly acute given the weak governance metrics, which according to Fitch, uh, Fitch's rating, it is lowest of any Fitch-rated sovereign. A big burden for the government is the wage bill for the public servants, which is about 25% of the GDP. Monetary financing... Uh, from uh, the central bank had increased to 28.5 trillion dinars by the end of August from 14.1 trillion dinars at the end of May. Uh, the, the big challenge that the country is facing is the pandemic, of course, lower oil prices, declining revenue, forcing the finance ministry to borrow more from banks to pay the salaries and to meet other needs, which has led to the widened deficit. Mm. And... Uh I have no idea how people will be living there. This is really sad. Um, I remember in my own my personal experience when I visited Iraq about what two weeks ago was it? Um, I I remember spending in five days. I'm not exaggerating. Eight hundred dollars on groceries. 
$800 worth of groceries and I didn't spend much just ex except for groceries. So I'm thinking about all the people who, who are living there who have salaries of $300 per month. How will they be able to manage? I mean, it was already hard before. So how will, how will they manage now? This is I'm thinking there will be a big protest that will arise uh, in the streets uh, or not in the streets, really, of just just Baghdad, all of Iraq. Mm. And this is going to be massive. So the worst, I believe, in my own belief, is yet to come. Yeah, and uh, it's it's pretty important as well watching the people's response because their living costs are now up. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, these uh, this situation is not, uh, it's not being handled well by people there. I mean, the, the, the analysts say this devaluation was inevitable. Uh, given this drop in oil prices and the budgetary pressures that uh, Iraq has been facing. But uh, Iraq has been plagued with a, a number of issues. Uh, back in October, demonstrators at a rally in Tahrir Square uh, bemoaned the daily power cuts. They said hospitals were dilapidated. They said roads were crumbling. And there was a lack of jobs as well and even urged their government uh, to ignore OPEC output cuts. Uh, now, the, the, the government itself uh, said it had to do this. Uh, but uh, certainly a situation to monitor as well uh, because uh, uh, it's being blamed for poor economic policies. Uh, so uh, it, it's drawing the ire of public sector workers as well. So that's uh, definitely a situation to keep an eye out for. Yeah, it definitely will be a, a situation that is worth uh, keeping an eye on for. But now uh, the, the, the response within the government is also quite uh, worrying. The country's finance minister, Ali Alawi, said the move was preemptive step to avoid financial problems and described the new rate as reasonable. Is that a very reasonable suggestion for the public? Only time will no, tell. At, it is not. Uh, well, certainly was. Well, probably not so at all. Uh, but in the interview... Uh, where the state TV came up and he said the devaluation was a reformative step to stimulate the economy and private sector as domestic producers have struggled to compete with imports which had become cheaper. Okay, in one sense it does make sense in, uh, in terms of what the remarks are but looking at the whole country as a whole the general public may not be that pleased at all. Um, so we'll have to uh, to, to keep a close eye on these situations and developments in Iraq as well. Well, time now for us to take a bit of a breather. Uh, we will be keeping you entertained, uh, informed with the musical uh, entertainment on offer here on Pulse 95. Right after that, we'll talk about another a uh, big thorny topic. It is the Brexit scenario. How many days do we have now? Nine days? Nine days? Well, is it enough? Till the 31st. Yeah, yeah. well, only time will tell. Stay with us. This is the Morning Mindless on Pulse 95.